When we find ourselves visiting all the family and friends that we have during the holidays, it is absolutely a guarantee we will run into a few that ruffle our feathers. Guaranteed. Maybe you have a mom, dad, brother, sister, cousin, or in-law that seems to always get under your skin. What if that would be okay and you could enjoy Christmas anyway? Are your big dreams sitting on the shelf collecting dust? Do you second guess yourself or question how you would handle it if you tried and it didn't work out? Listen, what is the cost of not going for it? Welcome to the Crazy Confidence Coach Podcast. My name is Heather Edwards. I'm a master certified life coach. If you've been looking for a blueprint for how to stop being a paralyzed perfectionist, this is for you. I'll share how to uncover what is keeping you from doing what you really want to do, bridging the gap between who you are and who you want to be. We will tackle how to use mind management to get rid of negative thinking, procrastination, and anxiety. Along the way, I'll sprinkle in a little inspiration to keep you motivated. One thing is for sure, you will come away more confident and ready to do whatever you put your mind to. Let's do this. Hello, friends, and welcome back to the Crazy Confidence Coach Podcast. This is episode six. Three ways to use mind management to make your Christmas more enjoyable this year. Baby, it's cold outside and we are all counting down the days until we get to rip open a few beautifully wrapped Amazon boxes full of all the things we think will make us happy. Think about how much most people prepare for this day, the amount of energy, money, and effort that is poured into it. We have our children who perform in plays that represent the meaning of Christmas. We spend months buying gifts, hanging lights, trimming trees, baking yummy, yummy goodies, and frantically wrapping gifts. Often we host gatherings or go to them, and this is all in addition to the normal things we do in life. If you are anything like me, you may also be on a treasure hunt for the gifts you purchased earlier in the year, and you are so clever and talented at hiding things so other people in your home won't find them that you now realize you are so clever you can't find them for yourself. I really can't be the only one. Please, please, Lord, don't let me be the only one who can't find the gifts she purchased earlier in the year. All the craziness is a little over the top at times. Interesting enough, all of the decorations, sweet treats, and well-thought-out gifts in the world can't give us what we are really, really craving. We are craving solitude, peacefulness, and most of all, connection. I mean real connection, the kind where your heart feels full and you're beaming from ear to ear because of the joy you feel inside, the kind of contentment that if could be bottled up and sold would be the number one selling item in the world. The desire for real connection doesn't speak a certain language or limit itself to one culture. It doesn't care if you're rich or poor or skinny or not. This desire sits on both sides of the political parties. Yes, that person you believe that you can't like because you believe they are nothing like you, well, I have big, big news for you. They are exactly like you. They crave connection too. When we find ourselves visiting all the family and friends that we have during the holidays, it is absolutely a guarantee we will run into a few that ruffle our feathers. Guaranteed. Maybe you have a mom, dad, brother, sister, cousin, or in-law that seems to always get under your skin. What if that would be okay and you could enjoy Christmas anyway? 
As you approach the countdown to Christmas and you begin to live out the last days of 2023, here are three ways you can use mind management to help you connect with the people you love and care for and do it in a way that is more peaceful and enjoyable for you and for them. Number one, consider being present more than giving or gifting presents. Christmas is not only about giving and getting presents. It's about being present in the moment, taking time to connect with the people that are in front of you. In some cases, it's finding a way to connect with the people you love who can't be in front of you using Marco Polo, FaceTime, or Zoom. This is one time it could be a good time to use technology to see other people's faces and look into their eyes for just a moment to see what's hiding inside those eyes. If you're lost on what to say, whether it's in person or over a call, just consider being curious. Ask open-ended questions. An open-ended question is simply a question that requires more than a yes or no answer, but it gives you so much more information. You may need to think ahead of your visit to come up with a few questions to get started with. Then take the time to listen, reflect, learn more about the person in front of you. There is always something about the person you didn't know. I know you want to disagree with me right now, believe me. You want to tell me you know everything about them or that you really don't want to know anything more about that person. Maybe you're just not looking forward to seeing them. But I promise, even your husband, your mom, your in-laws, the people you know really well, even they have something inside of them you know nothing about. Maybe it's a dream or a story of an experience when they were young. There is so much to discover about one another. Sometimes this something would be fascinating and fun to learn about. If you aren't sure how to go about it, make it a game. Find out one thing about each person you're visiting with that you just don't know about. Ask genuine, well-thought-out questions of the people around you and then stop and listen to their responses. Be present. The discovery of their humanness will create more connection, guaranteed. The other side of that coin is using your phone as a way to check out or not connect. Don't use your phone in that way. Have you been with someone who has their phone in their hand the whole time? Maybe this is you. Did you know that you miss so much by keeping your phone in your hand? I know, I know, you think it's great to catch photos or maybe use the video to record what's happening around you. But how would it change how you felt and how others felt that are around you if you just decide to put it down? Just be present. That leads us to number two. Let go of expectations. Yes, I just said that. Let go of expectations. Hear me out. Just give me a second. So much of our disappointment comes from our thoughts about how we believe things should be. If we learn to do our best and allow others to do their best, we would all be much more connected from this one small thing. You have to be careful here because we often want to judge or define for others what their best is. What if what others do or don't do is all they can do? What if exactly how they are being or doing is their best? What if they are struggling with something you know nothing about? Even if they aren't struggling with anything, what if we just make the choice to not spend our mental energy on what other people should do? This is hard, so very hard, but just let that thought roll around in your head for a second. Also, apply this to you. 
What if all you can do is getting to the event and not doing anything extra? What if it didn't mean the perfect food and the perfect gifts and looking like you just stepped out of a magazine? What if you showed up and just connected with the people you love? What would change for you if you let go of expectations? Consider committing to the enjoyment of this season. Commitment means nothing gets in your way. If you are always wanting everything to be perfect or wanting Christmas to look a certain way, it's very possible that you aren't enjoying it. If you have to have the most expensive present and you can't afford it or you're making, uh, maxing out your credit cards, how is that being good to yourself or the others around you? How is that increasing your stress and disconnecting you from the people you're buying it for? I remember very vividly one year, I had experienced some huge life change and I was pretty broke. Like one paycheck from no rent broke. That year I purchased these small wooden $1 store boxes and a dollar paint set and painted all the boxes, one for each family member. I filled each box with 50 strips of paper that on each strip of paper, I had written a favorite memory with that particular family member. And then I put it in their box. Two things happened with that gift. One, we spent time that day talking in depth about the memories I had written down for each person. And then two, we discovered it's kind of funny. We had different versions of memories of the same thing sometimes. I got to hear their version of the memory. And of course, it makes sense because we're doing it from a different view, but we felt connected. This is one of my favorite Christmas memories to date, sitting around together just telling stories about our memories together. You don't have to have the perfect gift or an expensive gift to make Christmas amazing. Ask yourself, are there any expectations that I have about myself or my loved ones that may be putting undue pressure on me or them? If so, what would you need to believe to let go of those expectations? Lastly, Are you willing to let go of expectations to allow you and others around you enjoy the season in a more relaxed and connected way? You have to be willing. Number three, approach the season with a heart of gratitude. Decide to find at least three new things each day to be thankful for. As we rapidly count down to the days of Christmas and closely after that to a new year, find a few things each day to be thankful for. I remember being in bed one day when I was super sad and quite honestly depressed because we had just experienced losing our third child to miscarriage. I wasn't handling it very well and I was spending so much time thinking about all the things I would never get to do with each child. I was mourning the tiny noses and fingers and toes. I was sad I would never hear their giggles or see how they looked and how... Do they look like my husband or do they look like me? I had the thought I'm never going to be the same and I don't think I will ever get over it. I imagined my life sleeping all day, every day and barely getting by. Then I imagined my husband and when we met, how much I adored him and how lucky I felt that I had finally met a man that was God-fearing and loved me and was loving to me and those around him. I started to think about how I was so disappointed we weren't having success at building our family. Then something hit me. There was a time just a few short years prior to this very moment that I didn't even know my husband. I didn't know what it felt like to hold his hand or how my stomach would get butterflies when I got a tender kiss from him. In that moment, I decided I had to find a way to live my life again for him, for us. I had to find the good in what was. I knew the pain of not having our children in our lives would never go away, but 
I realized I still had so much to be thankful for. I can tell you that this season, each year, tugs just a little harder at my heart. What it would be like to be finding just the perfect gift for our babies or for what would be our 10-year-old and two 11-year-old children. But I continually remind myself that I can simultaneously hold space for the amazing, beautiful things in our lives that bless us each day. It doesn't mean I don't get frustrated or sad at times. It just, I make this choice to focus on the things that I'm thankful for. Think about focus. It doesn't mean other things aren't in the picture. It just means the eye, or in this case, the heart, they aren't drawn to what's in the background. I find joy and I'm so thankful for the small things around me, like getting to see all the Christmas tree lights or helping other people who have a little bit more of a hectic time during Christmas. We have traditions with some friends to go have a really nice meal at a nice restaurant in Austin. And we've created some other traditions of going to our friends to build gingerbread houses with their kids. I cannot tell you how much joy I get out of this little activity. We have figured out little ways to make the most of this time of the year. Otherwise, it might feel lonely or disappointing. We couldn't do this if we were focused on what we didn't have or what we wanted and didn't get. So ask yourself what you have to be grateful for in spite of what might be going on that is overshadowing the Christmas season. Could you shift your focus just slightly and find joy in something new? Maybe you could just focus on something that's always there and isn't new. Maybe you could create a new tradition or do something out of the norm that would shake up the old thoughts in your head. Gratitude is a choice. It's also a gift. Since it happens to be the season to give out gifts, why not give yourself the gift of gratitude? You will find that gratitude fills you up where you're overwhelmed, frustrated, or empty. Okay, quick review. Number one, consider being present more than gifting or getting presents. Number two, let go of expectations. And number three, approach the season with a heart of gratitude. May you and yours have the most incredibly blessed Christmas. Can you believe it's only six days away? I sure can't. If you are traveling, safe travels. If you are staying home, May your home be filled with beautiful memories and connections, however you manage to make them. I will be dropping one more quick episode on December 26th before the new year. I hope to see you there. Thank you so much for joining me. If you took away at least one little nugget of goodness that will help you grow your confidence, would you do me a huge favor? Will you pop over to Apple Podcasts and leave me a review? By leaving that review, you help other people just like you find my podcast and you help me continue to bring quality tips and tools to the podcast. To be totally honest, I've yet to meet one person who doesn't have at least one area of their life that they could use a little crazy confidence boost. Hey, if you just want to fast track your crazy confidence journey, let's hop on a one-on-one call and figure out what's holding you back. I hope to see you next week. Love you big.